Nigga, ain't even at the screen. We are now live. We are live. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the MBK podcast. I am your host, Shannon Coleman Sr., aka the Rev Brothers. Please go around and introduce yourself. But wait, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have done. Lord, Lord, we ask that you guide our conversation and that your will be done through this conversation. Father, please keep our minds, hearts, and uh, thoughts clear so that we can be what it is that you need us to be throughout this conversation and that we can reach the people that we need to reach. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, brothers, go ahead and introduce yourself from youngest to oldest. What's going on, folks? My name is Ross. Uh, that's it. You can call me Ra. How's <laughs> <laughs> it going, y'all? You know, my name is Shannon Junior, aka Scrappy Now, honey. What's up, y'all? My name is Ron or Ronald uh, Junior, uh, also known as Ron Doc Ron. What's up, y'all? I'm not a junior. My name is Jay, also known as Artist. I already introduced myself, brother. It's on you. Wise duality. All right. Check me out. Yeah, we're going to go through that because I want everybody tonight, I want everybody to um, share their, um, their, their, their Facebook pages, their uh, you know um, Instagram pages and everything like that, and just share with the audience uh, what it is that you're doing outside of, of this podcast. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, everybody, again, we thank you for joining us in Facebook land and, and um, YouTube land and even here on the uh, Riverside app. Um, we hope that this conversation will be uh, Cyberland. Yeah, Cyberland. We hope that this conversation <laughs> will be uh, interesting to like you. Hung up. No, you, you. We hope that this conversation will be interesting to you, and we hope that connection um, problem. We will uh, be able to. Um, I said, and those who joined us on Riverside, we thank y'all. Yeah, so we, we hope that this conversation will be um, um, informative. Yo, if y'all screen go blank, don't we? I can still hear y'all, and the audience can still hear y'all talking. So, okay, um, y'all just let's let it come back on then. Um, so tonight, the brothers decided that they wanted to talk about relationships. Relationships from a black male's perspective If you follow me You know that I had this conversation several times um, Excuse me On the uh, Coleman to Coleman podcast So a lot of you, if you follow You know how I feel about relationships But we're going to let the brothers come in here And they're going to give you their spill On what they believe relationships are from a black male's perspective, looks like. So, first we're going to do a little bit of uh, an intro um, on the topic of relationships and what they feel like, you know, define a relationship uh, from that perspective. And each person might probably have a different definition, but we're going to let that go first. So we're going to start with, um, let's see, let's roll the dice. All right, the artists, we're going to start with you. How would you define a relationship from a black male's perspective? Uh, 
I mean, I can't define the relationship for all black males, but I can, you know, define one for me. Um, but I guess it would just have to be uh, me and my my woman, my teammate, counterpart, partner. You know, we just we just got to be on the same page, like on the same level of. I mean, I can't say everything because we're going to butt heads and disagree here and there, but like, as long as we could come to a happy median, then then I'm cool. It's not one person, uh, you know, holding all the all the keys and you just pretty much locked out knocking, if that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> Ra, let me hear from you. Because, I mean, I, f- I feel like you couldn't have really said it better, honestly. Um, I definitely think that both parties got to come to the table, keys in hand, you know what I'm saying? Chairs to the table, forks and knives, you know what I mean? Ready to get it together. Um, not even just from a financial standpoint, but in everything. I think it's a partnership. I think it's a place where, you know, you build. Um, but the reality of the situation is, you know, you can't really build if you're not, you don't have a solid foundation yourself. So, in my personal opinion, I think a relationship is where, you know, you have two parties that come that are, are, are very solid and know who they are, whom they are, where they want to be, and they work together to achieve a common goal, you know what I'm saying? And then all that love and all that, that also plays a role as well. Friendships is very important in relationships, um, and I also just think that communication is key. But we're going to get deeper into that as the conversation goes on. All right. Um, Scrap, let me hear from you, Scrap. I feel like you just gotta, you gotta know your partner. Like, you, where they fall, you gotta know how to pick them back up. Like, as Ross said, gotta gotta be your best friend. Like, that's it. I feel like if you learn your partner, y'all good. That's it. All right, and Ryan. So, <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel like a relationship should be a hundred, a hundred. You know, a lot of people say it's fifty, fifty, but I think it should always be a hundred, a hundred. I think that, um, especially nowadays in our generation, a lot of people have baggage, right? Um, we all have things that we went through prior to. I think it's important to heal from those traumas um, and and not project those past traumas onto your your current relationship. Um, obviously, you know you guys said friendship, right? So you have to have have to build some type of friendship or foundation with them uh, in order to get through those hard times to have something to come back to. Um, because you know you can love somebody, but you ain't gonna always like them. So I think that friendship piece helps you get through those hard times where you might not like them as much that day. Um, and then my last thing is that I feel like something that I feel like we all have to learn is to, is to love our partner, how they want to be like, how they receive love or affection versus um, how you receive love and affection or how you want to love and, 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 and show them affection because essentially, you know, that's not going to make them happy. So you have to, you have to, you have to learn your partner enough to to know what, what how they receive things and pay attention. 
Um, I think that's that's one of the, the best things you could do for a partner in a relationship is to pay attention uh, to those triggers, to pay attention to, you know, you see something, you see a mood shift. You should know when something's going to shift their mood before they even tell you. Um, and, and you at a point where you just kind of waiting for them to, you just waiting for them to, to bring it to your attention. You know what I'm saying? Or you could say, you, that that make you feel some type of way? They say, yeah, and then you can have a conversation about it, right? But you got to be in tune. Uh, so I think, you know, it's, it's, it's work. It's a, it's a job kind of. Um, but I do think you have to, you have to study your partner. Um, and you can't, can't really slack on it because if you do, you miss the changes. And I think a lot of people fall into those, those things where they think their partner is the same person they was over the years and they've changed so much, but they stop asking questions. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody that was like, Oh yeah, I know they like this. This is their favorite thing, and they be like, "I ain't like that in ten years." <laughs> That's because they stop asking questions or they stop they stop paying attention. You know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta know how your partner's changing and change with them. I don't want to say change with them, but you gotta you gotta be open to them changing. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's uh that's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. I also. Yo, before we go on, anybody seeing us or viewing us on Facebook Live? Can you see it? Anybody? Brothers, can y'all see it live? Did it did it start? Did y'all get the notification? Yeah, it started. I, I I've seen someone that uh showed me that what it looks like. All right, cool, yeah. cool. All right, I just wanted to make sure we are there. Um I'll go ahead, wise duality. I'm just a stun I'm astonished. Stunned at all the wisdom. We did a good job, huh? Hey. hey. <laughs> or they just learned from all of our uh all of our wrongs, which is good. That's what wise men do, right? They learn from the mistakes of others. Amen. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys said everything perfectly. It's I think for relationships, a person needs to know themselves first. Um, and you need to have your connection with your creator or your higher power to even be prepared to accept someone else into your realm, to your world and into your space. Because, um, if you don't love yourself and, and if you don't understand what love is, you know what I'm saying? It's not something that you can get from some, somebody else for real, for real. It comes from within, and and what they give you comes from within. Is not the actual physical part of it, but um, I think you guys said everything that is that makes a a healthy and functional relationship because there are different types of relationships. There are healthy relationships and there are unhealthy relationships. There are functional and dysfunctional relationships, and um. I think Ronald, you hit it on the head. You said pretty much everything that I was going to say, you know what I'm saying? About um, paying attention to your partner, but it's not just you. It has to be equal. It has to be uh, as much given as, as, as much as, as being given out. You know what I'm saying? You have to receive as much too. I mean, each person have to have their due. Um, and it's not something that, you know, you should have to really demand or anything like that. It's it's just things that should come natural.
to each person. And if it's not natural and if it's something that's forced, then you have to be real, real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you shouldn't have to fight for anything when you are in a relationship because big, to be in a relationship, you're saying, I want to meet your needs. I want to um, give you what you want. I want to meet your desires. I, I want to be the one. And if when that changes, if anybody, if that changes on either person, that's where the problems begin. When one person says, I'm not going to, I don't want to be the person that do it for you. I don't want to be that person. And that's where the problems begin. I agree. <clears throat> um, relationships are work. Um, whatever type of relationship that is. If we're talking about um, a physical relationship, if we're talking about a work relationship, whatever type of relationship, I'm just coming from every side, every angle, right? But when we, right, right now we're talking about a physical relationship, a relationship um, that uh, you're in with a partner, right? And I believe that is, is work. I don't believe in that 50-50. I don't believe in 50-50. I believe in 100 or 100. If you're not giving 100, and I'm not giving a hundred, then the relationship's not going to work. Um, and then we also have to be able to talk to one another. If you can't talk to your partner, if you can't tell them how you're feeling um, about something, if, if if you're having a rough day um, and you can't come home and, and have that conversation, then, then what are we here for? You know, relationships are there for us to lift each other up, to help each other meet our goals. Um, and, 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 you know, to be there to, to, to love on one another. But also, before, I believe when, we, when we're talking about relationship, relationships, we need to deal with us first. If you're not healthy mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, I don't think you should be in a relationship. I think that in a relationship, you should find yourself before you try to enter into a relationship. Because if you enter into a relationship bruised, scarred, and beaten, broken, can you really give 100% of yourself? I don't know. Somebody help me out. Can you really give yourself 100% Give yourself 100% if you're bruised, scarred, and broken, and you're trying to enter into a relationship? I believe you can, and I believe... Let me put it like this. We're all broken in some kind of way. I think it's if if you are in a mindset where you are not trying to stay in your brokenness, you know what I'm saying? If you want to remain there, then how can you let anybody else in? But if you're in a process of healing, then I think you are you allow yourself open you know, to open up more to, to the ideas of it. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that in your brokenness, you can, you know, try, you can try, you can definitely try because the other person that's with that you're trying to bond with could be the person that helps heal you. Go ahead, Jeff. I, I want, I, I want to say I, I completely agree with Uncle on that because you, I'm not going to necessarily say you can find yourself in someone else, but you can find yourself, I guess, with someone else. Um, like Bub said, where you fall short at, that person may may pick up mm-hmm. where you lack, and vice versa. So if 
you may not be all the way there or you may have some demons that you fighting in your everyday life and that person may be the only person that you can confide in. Like that person may be the only person that you feel like you can talk to. And at the end of the day, uh, that's going to go a long way because eventually you're going to pull yourself from that dark place and you're going to do it with that person with you. So I feel like that's the person that if you find somebody like that, that, that sticks with you through all, all your, your, your mental disabilities or, or your mental health or whatever you're going through, like if you're down in life, no, regardless of what it may be, if that person rock out for you, then I feel like that person is for you. They don't have 100% for you. Like, if you ain't got nothing, you ain't got nothing to give them, and they give you something without nothing in return, without throwing it in your face, for me, that's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's 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 a gesture that you don't see in too many. Even if you don't take it, and y'all argue or y'all fight, if that never comes back up, it's cool. Because there's some people that will give you something just to throw it back in your face. Oh, I did this for you, or oh, I did that for you, or I, or I was there when you was going through your 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 mental problems. That's not a person that me that I want to be with. I don't want to be with somebody that's throwing shit back at me. Because if you throwing something back at me, that means like that whole time you was there to hold it. Like that whole time you was there to throw it back at me. Like, you did it just to throw it back at me, just so you could say, you know what I'm saying? I did something for you. I don't want to be with that person. I want to be with some person that, or somebody that's going to rock with me through all my problems and, 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 and all my storms that God may throw at me. I want that person to weather those storms with me, just like I'm going to weather those storms with that person. As long as you don't make that person responsible or the idol or the focus of your healing or make them be the one that you're saying is healing you, you right. are doing the work yourself. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're there for support or be there yeah. when you need them. But as long as you, you don't make that make them the purpose, the the reason why and, you know, you can't do it without them and all of that. No. Yo, Prince said this. Uh, well, I don't know if he said it, but he had this on this one song. He said, um, the minute a person needs you, that that person has lost focus of their their purpose, their, their, their focus to be enlightened, to grow when somebody needs you. You know how deep that is? Do you know how deep that is? That means it, it, they have taken their focus off of who they are, what they're supposed to be doing, who they're connected to, and made it made you their God. That's deep. And you don't want to be in that position. You really don't. Ronald. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> that was deep. So I personally feel like can you give someone your so the question is can you give someone your all if you're if you're hurt, right? Pretty much? Yeah. So I feel like I feel like no. I feel like you could possibly give eighty percent, eighty five, ninety. I don't think you could give them your hundred percent self while you're still healing. However, I agree with Jay in the sense of someone can help you heal 
I think someone can help you come out of that, that dark place. Um, and show you that it's, it's better out there or it's, 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 it's a reason to, there are reasons to love or there are reasons to live. Right. Cause there are people are there in some really, really dark places. Um, so I do feel like that is a possibility where a partner can, can be there for you to uplift you, to get you back to where, to where you can give it, give a hundred percent. Um, do I think it's easy? Do I think it's something that happens overnight? No. Do I think it happens every single time? No. Uh, but I do think it's possible. Um, and I, I think a lot of times, sometimes the reason that a person shows you that too is, is when you lose them because you, mm. you push them away so much, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's another thing too, is that that can force someone to, to look inside themselves. Um, but I think you can get close. I think you can get close. I just feel like it'll be some part of you that's not allowing yourself to give your full self to another person if you're not fully healed over some things. All right, Scrat. Uh, I feel like... I feel like you can and you can't because there's some people out there who can love somebody more than they love themselves. Hmm. There's people out there who would do more for you than they would do for themselves. And in a sense, I feel like if you notice those signs, you should you should be the one to constantly encourage them to do more for them, to help, you know, build them and not just love you, but try to help them love themselves. And no, because it's kind of toxic. <laughs> no. <laughs> and some people can't help it, but it is. Like, it's, it's a, it can be a toxic relationship to be in. But the question is, are you strong enough to deal with it? Because like Unc said, everybody everybody is broken in their in their own kind of way. But are you strong enough to deal with that person's brokenness and not lose yourself in the midst of it? That's all I gotta say. Uh, for me, it's 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 difficult. Um as one that suffers with mental illness. Bipolar one disorder. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, I know being in a relationship, dealing with that before I could um, use the coping skills that I learned as an adult, it was very toxic, um, hurtful, and deme- demeaning to the person that I loved. Yeah, they stuck around, but should they had to have been beaten and uh, not physically, but mentally and emotionally um, trying to help me get through what it is that I was getting through when I wasn't putting in the work. The thing is, like everybody said, you have to put in the work. You can't depend on somebody else to bring healing to you in or out of a relationship because it's not their job. 
when you go into a relationship, you should definitely, you should definitely, definitely know who you are and what you're working towards. That's even with your mental health. Um, because you can break somebody without even knowing that you're breaking them. You can destroy them mentally because you're going through what it is that you're going through. And now you have two broken people because that person wasn't strong enough to deal with what you were dealing with at that time. So they ended up sinking into that level that you was in because they wasn't trying to help you, trying to pull you out of the mud, trying to pull you out of the quicksand. Now they in there and they drowning. So who going to pull who up now? And now you have a bunch of toxic a bunch of toxic people. Because then imagine you have kids. Now imagine you have kids. Now your children are feeling that pain. And that's why I say, I always say, fix yourself first before you try to even get into a relationship and help somebody else through their mental health issues. You know what I mean? If you already there, of course, work together. Go to group, go to family therapy. You know what I mean? Go to couples therapy. Go go to individual therapy. Do what you need to do so that you can be as healthy as you can in that relationship. But therapy is a must for me. If you're dealing with mental health, you definitely need therapy. If you're not getting therapy, how are you getting the help that you need? I don't care if it's a if it's a spiritual therapist, I don't care if it's a psychologist, psychiatrist, a counselor, whatever you need, you need to go get before you can try to really build a strong foundation in that relationship. Do we agree or disagree? And why? I disagree. Why? Because... Like I said before, I feel like you can't find yourself in someone, but you can find yourself with someone. And if you can go through hell and high waters with somebody and that person stick by you with all your your, your mental health issues or all your issues in general, that's building the foundation right there. For me, that's building it. For me, you sticking by and you, you rocking with me through all this. All of this, I'm learning you, I'm learning me. That That's building the whole foundation that I need. That's building a stronger foundation than it is to me going into a knowing somebody or not knowing who I am. I feel like if you know who you are and you go into a relationship, and this ain't for everybody, but like, if you a nigga or a female, niggas cocky and so is females. Like, and that's just facts, bro. Like, so, you go on that joint knowing you... you you already this shit, then it's just like, bro, I don't need you. Or like, baby girl, you can go ahead. I'll find somebody else. But that's that's not that's not dealing with mental health. I'm talking about you go into a relationship. You're dealing with anxiety. You're dealing with bipolar disorder. You're dealing with uh, even maybe borderline personality disorder. You haven't received the counseling and the help that you need. I am. I'm, I'm saying if Man, I'm talking from personal experience. Okay, now, I so am. so so how so how how is so do do you become dependent on that person? 
Like, like, like Uncle Ronald said, if you if if you're dealing with those issues and you're still dealing with those issues and those issues haven't been resolved yet, are you now becoming dependent on that person? Is that person no? So if are are you because I'm I I take the steps to get those issues resolved. Exactly, I'm taking those steps to get those issues resolved Uh with the person that I'm with. And that's what I said. If you're already in that relationship, but. Is that person going to counseling with you? Why she got to go to counseling with me? Why not? I mean, if I ask her to, then she would, but... That's, that's what I'm saying. Why not? If you're... Di- if you're di- if I ask her to, if I say, Twink, I want you to come with me, she, 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 she would probably most definitely say, all right, think, let's go do it. That's what I'm saying. Why not? If if Because you got to deal... Again, you're dealing with that. Now this person is dealing with it with you. If you're dealing with a person that has mood swings, up and down, dips and volleys, that becomes emotionally draining for your partner. And if your partner is not understanding what those triggers are that cause those dips in those valleys, then it becomes very toxic real quick. And my partner's understanding of it. So I don't, I don't think that's the problem I got to worry about. But I personally think that because I think one of the things that, you know, everybody in this discussion said that I'm not a hundred percent that, you you necessarily caught it. I think, you know, sometimes you can hurt people unintentionally. You know what I'm saying? Um, like Aunt said, you know, you can break somebody without even knowing that you're breaking them. Not to say that you are doing that actively right now, but I'm saying that. <clears throat> speaking of what you said, Aunt, those ups and downs, those those ebbs and flows and dips and valleys. You know what I'm saying? Um, when they come out of nowhere, like as a partner, yeah. She or he in that situation may be like, okay, I can handle that. We can work through that. But after a point in time, it, like you said, if you don't know those triggers, if you don't really know what's the real reason behind, you know, what's going on, or if it's something that they're dealing with personally that they may not have necessarily fully disclosed to you or ha- they did to the best that they could have, then now you're left with to take the book. You feel me? And from your perspective, all you know is I'm rocking out with my partner. But the reality of the situation is sometimes you you taking damage and, and, and you ain't even thinking about your damage because now that partner loves you so much and they want to pour so much of themselves into you. Now you overextended yourself and now look who left holding you back. You feel so, what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, so I cannot, I want to talk about that because it get like that. I feel like, I do feel like that. I do feel like a lot of times especially I feel like as men, black men, I don't say black men. I just feel like, well, no, I can say black men. I feel like black men in partnerships a lot of times are like the punching bag for their partner. Um, and I feel like you, like, I feel like you, like as, as men, a lot of times we just, we just deal with it. Cause I feel like we look at situations different, right? So shit, the so things that are are small to us are bigger to them, right? So then you know they might get they might get upset about something, right? Or for Jay, let's flip it, right? So you talk about you, and you're saying your partner is fine with you know with everything that you be going through, but essentially like she's like your punching bag, right? So she cool? No, no, I'm not. I'm just using that as an example, like. Essentially, it could turn into that to that type of situation where it's like she's essentially your punching bag because she's 
she's hearing it all and she like you may unintentionally get an attitude with her even though it wasn't directed towards her you see what i'm saying and if she's not asking you like or if y'all aren't, aren't talking through those situations or, or talking through the cause of those problems or the root of it then essentially she probably feels like you're punching back or she probably feels like she can't say anything about it you know what i mean but deep down she could be feeling like this this is a lot and it hurts or whatever the case may be so I think that's what what that's what uh the rev is trying to say where like you there are, you can unintentionally hurt a person right you can unintentionally be hurting someone or verbally abusing someone or whatever the case may be and not even know it because the person is is so patient with you um that they're not saying anything the whole time they're feeling a whole a whole bunch of emotions that they just didn't say anything um and that could also be like they feel like they feel like you. I'm, I'm sorry, Jay. I know you probably feel like I'm using you as an example, but like, no, you're they, good. They, you they feel like me. you. They feel like you aren't. Uh, they feel like they couldn't really be transparent with you because they don't know how. They don't know if you are emo- emotionally strong enough to deal with it, right? So, so sometimes I feel like in partnerships, one partner feels like the other partner is emotionally uh, dependent on them. To the point where they feel like if they left or they said something, like that person will try to hurt themselves. Not saying you, Jay, but like it can get to that extent because they're suppressing that that they're suppressing mm-hmm. how they're really feeling that much. You understand what I'm saying? So then the, the relationship becomes less about I love this person and more like I'm I'm captive because I feel like if I leave or if I say something, then they could either make the situation worse, they could try to hurt themselves, or whatever the case may be. So that's where I feel like. It has to be that dialogue if those if that is the situation and you are going through those things. You may not necessarily have to go to therapy with that person, but you do need to at least have your own therapy sessions at home to talk through those things. Because if it's just one person's constantly going through something or not healed about something or not having those conversations, trust and believe the partner is definitely going through something. And they're just no, not no, saying no, I got I got that. But like if I feel like uh, uh, uh. And I'm gonna go back to me because, like, I, I, I go to me. That's the only way that I can talk about something. Is just remember not to use it three times in a row. That's all. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> after Javon finish, after Javon finish, but, we're gonna let a uh, wise duality talk because he's been trying to jump in here. He's playing double Dutch. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, and I'm I'm gonna go back to me because, like I said, like, I don't even know how to talk about me. In my situation, it's not even as I depend or I'm going to hurt. None, none, none of that. I'm not. That, that's that's not me. I feel like I have or I know myself well enough to know like when I'm angry, and she knows. Like it, it's a weird ass sense because when I am in the mood, I'll get asked. Thousand and one times. Think you okay? You okay? Want to talk about it? You okay? I choose not to talk about it because I deal with it in a whole different manner. I may not talk to her, but I may talk to Bub. I may not talk to Bub, but I may talk to my mom. I may not talk to her, but I may talk to my pop. I may not even talk to him, but I may talk to Justice. Either way, or I may not talk to none of them, and I I may talk to my Uncle Mike. Either way, it gets talked about. So whatever I'm feeling or whatever it is that I'm going through, I talk about it. It gets out. Yeah, I feel better after a while, you know. Then I'll go back to her, and then I'll 
discuss it with her, and then we'll talk it over, and it's perfectly fine. If she has something that she wants to say about it, she'll say it. Yeah, well, I think you got a, a little way from the, the question. The question was, well, pretty much, who does she talk to? Who does she decompress to? Uh, because if me. that's what he was asking, like, oh, pretty much, like, see, the therapy, it's not necessarily therapy, it's just having somebody else to talk to. You know what I'm saying? That's the therapy, is being able to talk to somebody and, you know, that's not judging you or, you know, that's not trying to necessarily fix your problems, but that it just listen, you know? And if, she, you know, if you're talking to her, who is she talking to? That's, you know what I'm saying? Or Shan- Shannon, how did, what do you mm-hmm. say? Let Bub get in. I'm sorry, Scrat. All right, repeat the question to me, so I'll make sure I'm Never um, mind. Go ahead, Ra. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I think what I was about to say, like you know, the other person in the relationship does need someone to talk to. Um, but I think it's a thin line between being someone's person to lean on mm. and being someone's wheelchair. Mm. You feel me? Mm. You know what I'm saying, like. You really can become an emotional punching bag and not even be able to recognize it yourself because you're just used to being that person right. to that person. You feel me? Um, and the thing about the therapy piece is, yeah, it's somebody to talk to that's going to listen, but it's also somebody that sometimes therapists is going to give you some advice or some some feedback. And they're not feeling the blowback, or they don't give a fuck if they feel that blowback because that's the job. <laughs> that's the job. You feel me? Exactly. But when they come from your partner, now it's you stepping on eggshells because you're like, damn, well, I say that shit. Like, it ain't necessarily, oh, they're going to feel away. I care less if you feel away, but it may push you to a certain point that you may not necessarily be able to handle right now. Right. You you're protecting me? their feelings. You're protecting so, their feelings. And and and, 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 and subconsciously, you're protecting your feelings. You're suppressing your situation is when you suppress that shit. There you go. When you, you suppress all this carbon dioxide and you pull the top off, that shit going to blow right It's going to blow. And that's, that, that's, my, that's my thing. When I, when I talk about relationship or couples therapy, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a licensed therapist. It could be a spiritual person. It could be whatever, right? But, Again, when you could talk to me, like me and my wife, for instance, right? I could talk to her about how I'm feeling. She could talk to me about how she's feeling. However, sometimes communication gets twisted and we're not understanding each other. And then she'll go talk to a family member or a friend and then they give them their biased opinion, which causes more problems in the relationship. Or somebody, I'll go talk to somebody and they give me their bias because they just, they going they gonna to take my side. Right. So it's like, is what's is it really getting resolved? Is the is the situation is the issue really getting resolved? And then they might not. And those people might not know that you're going through emotional. You know, you have some type of emotional issue. Right. Or or, or, mm-hmm. or mental health issue. So now they're telling your your mate, whether it be the male or the female, all this old nonsense. But they're not hearing which what you really going through. You know what I mean? So now but that's, that's causing now that's causing your mate to look at you in a different light. Because now they like, well, my girl said or my homie said da 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 
and they don't really understand the dynamics, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. of the relationship and what you're going through. But that's why I feel like, I feel like back to kind of what I was saying earlier is just, I think there has to be talking between the the partners, right? And I don't think it could be talking anywhere else unless it is someone that's objective. Personally, I feel like a lot of times we've made the mistake and I've made it a lot of talking to the wrong people about your relationship. And then because they're emotionally connected to you, they're going to, you know, they're going to give you advice based on how they feel and not, they can't, yeah, their opinion instead of looking at it from both perspectives. Right. Um, And ultimately no one knows the relationship. Right. So most people, we don't talk about the good stuff. We talk about the bad. Mm. Right. So if you keep talking about the same people, you keep talking to the same people about all the bad things, then what do you think that's going to do to the perception of that person? And then, you know, you have to you have to realize that that's you that did it. You know what I mean? Um, and ultimately, no one's going to understand that relationship or the love between you and you and your partner. That's facts. So facts. I think that's that facts. I personally feel like you can't really be in a relationship if you can't talk to your partner. Personally. Communication is key. Yeah. Communication is key And I often talk about love language What's your love language? Mm-hmm. You know Because everybody's love language is different That's mm-hmm. you, Again Y'all know what my profession is and, mm-hmm. I, and that's just That's how I That's how I view life now I view life from 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 that perspective And, and I understand mm-hmm. that Everybody Everybody's emotions are different No one mm-hmm. is the same In one minute you can love me And the next minute you can hate me because I don't know that you don't like purple flowers because purple flowers bring back the abuse that you saw when you was five years old. So I bring <laughs> home some purple flowers. You smacking me up in my face with the flowers. And I'm like, well, whoa, whoa, baby. I was just trying to be, be the romantic. Me. Exactly. And now you beating on me because it's a trigger for you. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's how, that's how I view I guess life and relationships now, like, I need to know what's up with you, what you've been through, how you work through it, if you work through it, how your family worked through it, how your mama, your daddy, whoever you live with worked through it, before we can even decide that we're going to even sit here and have this conversation. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I've been blessed to, to have a woman that, that stuck with my crazy behind, from 16 to now because she she was there for me even through our ups and downs you know and don't get it twisted i i've caused her a lot of pain and now i have to work with her through the pain that i've caused her because now she views the relationship differently she views the relationship through that pain that i caused her but she never spoke on it she just sucked it in and took it you know what I mean? And that's why I'm like, yo, conversation really needs to be had. You know what I mean? And now, you know, we're, we're, we're still growing, even in our 40s, still learning each other again because we were children when we got together. You know what I mean? And, and I wasn't talking then. I was suffering in silence. I would get angry, real angry. 
spaz out. And she looking like, what the hell is wrong with this bull? Well, I'm going to give kudos to Mika because she ain't, she stuck through it and she's still there. So, you know, I'm going to give her kudos straight up. It's like, well, see, she's, she's, she's a descendant of Sarah for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real. Straight up. And if you don't know what I mean, what's that acquired and kind, gentle spirit? Oh, now, now she, now she go. Hey, I hear all of she, that. She, yeah, she, she, yeah. Now she will put my black behind in my place. Um, but see, that's what I mean. You know, she rocked out with you that whole time. Yeah, but look at look at what happened though. We we separated. But the whole point we, is, we, she never talked. Right, and now we and we separated for what five, almost five, and then y'all got years. back together. So but guess, it's, it's just but, like, but the she work still rocked out with you but, the whole time. But the work, <laughs> she's the talking work, now. The work. The work we had to put in the work after that. My thing is, why put somebody through that pain when you could put in the work from the beginning? But you to have me, to know that. You, you have to know to me, that if you go through all of that pain with me, that's my foundation. That's nah, it. That don't I, I, don't, I, I don't want. I don't, I don't want, want Jay Ross that's before you know, though, when you are not equipped with the information that hey, before you get into a relationship, especially a marriage. There, you have to have knowledge, right? Because Miles, Miles Moreau said you is, have to get the knowledge to learn how exactly. to work the relationship. Because the well, thing man, is, I mean, the thing is, you know what I'm saying? To, when you don't know, you it's just a hey, yeah, you just there. I mean, everything is trial and error. And, but but and, and the thing if you is, you guys make it, you make it, right? But if you don't, exactly. But that's the thing. You got to go through stuff with people to understand how relationships work anyway. But we had, you to, had to go through some. bullshit we had yeah, to rip up. You, we had to you can do some BS. You, you can do some research some, first. Yeah, some exactly. <laughs> what, you, what you gonna do? I, you, you gonna do Google, some research you gonna we, we, first? First of you all, listen yeah, to this. First of all, you gonna go to the web browser? It's called the five love languages of love. For one, five love. Yeah, that's one. Men from Mars and women are from Venus, and that teaches you about communication. But not even just that. High school. I'm not worried about googling relationships. I'm just getting into it. The thing about that is I, we, we, we talk about we talk about foundation we had to rip up that whole foundation we had to rip it up and relay mm-hmm. the concrete because of all of the damage that was done because we didn't know how to communicate with one another and i didn't know how to deal with my mental illness so there was no sturdy foundation the foundation was cracked it was broken and it was everything else so we had to rip mm-hmm. that up and lay a whole nother foundation is what I'm saying. But she was willing uh, to rebuild. She was that's real, the thing. exactly. We that's had to tear that whole. I mean. that's her. Exactly. She was re- willing on, to hold rebuild. On, hold on, hold on. But what he's saying is that it shouldn't have even gotten to that point, right? Exactly. Because no. if he would have, if he well, dad, hold on. Yeah, I if am. He would have done if he would have done his own work in the beginning. They would have never gotten to that point. That's what then it would have been something but else. If they would have been however, something else. Hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. However, never got there. However, not every situation is like that. Exactly. There are going to be situations uh, where you got to go through the bullshit in order uh-huh. to get to a point where you can, right. you know, rebuild the foundation. Stability. And be okay. And and to be honest, that's most relationships. Just don't get stabbed. Every, in, every just day. don't get stabbed in the back in the process. Yeah, uh. I mean, but, <laughs> but because you might get you might get a woman forward. that you might get with a woman that pop, pop, start busting. 
you you nah, might wait, you see. might you might wait, get with a dude that start busting. You don't know. Look at look at look at the to- to- toxicity that's going on in relationships today. Because people are not putting in the work what, at the what, beginning that, what you of mean that relationship. With a, what, you, what you mean with a dude that start busting? I'm talking, talking about, about females. Female or guys might start shooting people. Oh, they they, oh, okay. they might kill their mate. They might get pissed off or, or or they might get to a point, a breaking point to where they start hurting people. That's where abuse come in at. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like you said, everything's not for everybody. And maybe some people will be able to deal with that. But we also got to make sure when we enter these relationships, people have breaking points. Mm-hmm. What is that breaking yeah. point? You know what I mean? That's why I say in the relationship, we have to do our work and then we have to do work together. I'm not saying that you have to bring that person in right away while you're doing your work, but eventually y'all got to come together and do that work, especially if y'all talking about building a family together. Mm-hmm. Got to do that work. Well, here's a key to stay away from this type of person. You don't never want to be with a person that don't know how to make up. Mm. That don't want that doesn't <clears throat> know how to or doesn't right. want to say well, before, I apologize, I'm sorry, I messed up, and it won't happen again. But how many times do you before and that, that might have to be another conversation? How many times how many times <laughs> hey, some do, people don't how, how, do how many that. times do we do that though? How many times is sorry gonna be accepted? Okay, sorry, get old after. But what sorry, if you got sorry. a person that don't want to, that doesn't say sorry I hear and you. act like it never happened? I hear you, but sorry, but sorry, but see again, some people, and that's where I'm talking about language. Some people might not say it verbally, but they might say it another way. They might not say the words "I'm sorry," but they might come home with a with a gift, or they might do something special for you. But they might not say those words. That does uh-huh. not necessarily mean that I they're that, that they're that, not that, that don't have a makeup. That's what I said. That don't have a makeup, a way to make up. Right. I'm not saying just by right. words, right? Because words is you shouldn't have to say the words because because words just like you shouldn't have to say I love you. <laughs> that should be known for actions. So, but, but again, some people would like to hear that verbal. Yeah, so that yeah. that might be their love That's language. Part of the love language, exactly. So we got to be but, careful with that too. As to how we how we communicate with our mate, we have to know their language. You know what I mean? We got to know the language that they speak. But sometimes we, not always one too. Yeah, yeah. Because in different situations, I feel like people's love language shifts, and that 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 yeah, it does it's depending on depending on depending on the situation. You know, so I think I think you have to be mindful of that too. That's what I was talking about earlier. And are you yeah. willing? And are you willing to shift with them? To always adjust <laughs> yeah. and adapt, you always have to. That's be relationship. That's you know a relationship. I mean, because if, if you don't, if you don't adjust and adapt to your relationship, then you won't be in one because they're going. <laughs> Facts. They're going eventually get. They're going to be over it. They right. Or they you may. Realize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Or you may. Oh, what, what you say? Scrap. What you I say? Say I was just saying. I make sure you give them that reinsurance. Like. For real, for real, I feel like the, I, I should have probably been an um, a audience member for this one because listening to all of y'all is kind of giving me um, different views and aspects on my relationship. Mm. So Talk like, about mm-hmm. it. Talk about it. Now I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and keep talking. Well, keep well, me first, because we got we got we got to go. We got to get ready, get up off out of here. You know, I don't want to go over. We trying to be mindful of the time, but I want uh, one doc. 
to talk to us for the people that's viewing, even the people that view later on on a playback. I'm not sure if we even live on the book and all that other stuff, but I am going to post this. I'm going to figure out how we can stream it live and keep it moving. But one doc, talk to us about some of your some of what you do and the conversation that we said that we were going to talk about this evening for families. All right, so uh, reintroduce myself. Uh, my name is Ronald Coleman Jr. Uh, I go by One Doc Ron. Uh, a little bit about what I do. Uh, I am a financial professional. I deal with tax preparation, insurance, bookkeeping. Uh, I deal with business formation. I deal with business funding. Um, and I also have my own tax school uh, starting in June for a June enrollment. Um, so a little bit of what I wanted to talk to people today about is the PPP loan, right? So I know that's kind of been the hot topic the last week or two. Um, a lot of people are applying through Wompley or Blue Acorn. Uh, you can get pro- approximately up to 25 or 50K. Um, so I'll kind of tell you uh, some of the, the requirements in order to, for you to get it. Um, so that is you needed to be in business before February 15th of 2020. Um, and then you also needed to make money in 2020, right? So, and that means like you need to net, you need to net some money. So you, if you made 20,000, but you had 21,000 in expenses, you're not going to be able to apply for this loan. Um, uh, the way you can determine how much money you'll get in that loan is you want to take the amount of money that you made. You want to divide it by 12, and then you want to times it by 2.5, and then that's how much of a loan you'll get. So I'll do some math for y'all real quick. So let's just say I netted 35000 I divided by 12. That's $2,916. Now I multiply it by 2.5. So approximately I'll get $7,291 per draw. So all together, I would get about fourteen five, so fourteen thousand five hundred dollars for uh, the full loan. Uh, with this PVP loan, you're supposed to be using it for uh, mostly payrolls. A lot of times, they want you to use sixty percent of payroll, or they want you to use it for some type of business expense, whether it be rent or um, you know materials or repairs or something like that. Something that's for the business. Uh, a lot of people are getting caught up right now or prosecuted right now because. One, they're lying on their application. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to get away with it, right, because they've they got small numbers. It's billions of dollars in PPP loan money. Um, you know, some people that's over-exaggerating over and saying they own all these McDonald's and, and the airline, and that's just not the case. So you will get audited. However, you know, if you're, you're getting a loan for about twenty to 40000 50000 um, if you don't get caught, I just say that, if you're lying on the application, the most you could do is try to follow the forgiveness uh, process because as long as you do that, I mean, you still broke law, but at least you can possibly get away with it rather than if you get that money and you try to go buy a car, you will begin to knock at your door and you possibly can go to jail. Um, depending on who your lender is and who you submitted your application through, uh, those penalties and fines do change. I, th- I think it's as low as like, uh, you can get a $250,000 fine in five years up to a million dollar fine in 30 years. So just be mindful um, of, you know, how you're going about it. I know it sounds good. You know, 40000 you got a you got a business, you got an LLC. Um, you know, a lot of people saying it's in cash. 
um, you know, it's cash money. So they say, oh, I made 85000 in cash. They can't tell me I didn't make it. You're right, they can't. But I'm saying if you're going to do that and you're going to stick to it, I just, I just say that follow the forgiveness process. Pay yourself the money over 24 weeks so that you can use it properly. Then go ahead and invest it in something that's going to then bring you some, bring you uh, income-producing asset. Then if they want their money back or whatever the case, and they say, hey, we, we realize you lied and we want this 40 bands back, you're not going to really care. Because now that forty bands just gave me two thousand, three thousand dollars of my income. You can have a forty thousand bag. I don't care no more. You know what I'm saying? So just be mindful. Don't go and buy a new charger or a Camaro or something like that with that PVP loan money. They will keep track of it. Um, so be smart. That's all I want to say about that. Um, you know, a lot of people are asking me. I have clients that ask me, say, "Hey, you, Ron. You know, if I if I put this draft on this this PVP loan." Do I have to file that on my taxes? Yes. The short, the, the, the safest answer is yes or something very close. I would say something very close. The only way I would try to do it, if you're going to finesse it, I would just say you, was, you, you didn't have those expenses yet and your tax person was able to get it. However, if you get audited, they're going to ask you to show some proof of those, those expenses. So you just be mindful of how you do things. Um, that's all I can say. You know, I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you not to apply because there's a lot of people that's going to flip that money and they're going to be okay. And then it's going to be people who get caught up. So I just want you to be the best equipped. Um, I do have some, you know, videos on Instagram. and I am going to drop a, a mini course on, you know, explaining the PPP loan and, and pretty much how you can essentially get through the forgiveness process. All right. Sounds good to me. Come on, people. Listen to the brother. We don't want people locked up. The whole point is to be with your family. And if you go out here <laughs> committing tax fraud, you might be taken away from your family and your loved ones. So think about it before you go ahead and do that. And like he said, if you're going to do that, man, listen, go ahead and start the LLC. Do what you need to do. Start your business. And that's the thing. You don't even need the LLC to get the PVP. But it's like if you go and get the PVP loan, at least give it to pay yourself the right way so it looks as if like you were supposed to get the money you know what i'm saying like you were trying to use it for the right thing but if you're trying to get it and then go into gucci and all that or get a, a car it's just not worth it it's not worth it's it. just not worth it so if you're going my thing is if you want if you're going to lie and get that money if you're going to lie for it then you need to invest it so that it can pay you all right you need to invest it so it's going to pay you more than, than the amount of that loan throughout the year. That's the best advice I could give you. If it's not paying you at least three, four grand a month for your whatever you're investing in to maybe even 2,500, then don't do it. It doesn't make sense because you're going you're gonna to have to pay way more than that back. So it just makes sense to put it, invest in something that you can then get something that's producing your income and then go ahead and buy your Camaro. Or your your Gucci, you know what I'm saying? Get a get an asset that's gonna pay for your liability. But before then, you know what I'm saying? Do it the right way. I know everybody in business ain't doing it the right way. I understand that. I'm not gonna sit here and say it. we all do. All I'm gonna say is that if you're gonna finesse the system, do something right so that you can cover yourself in some way, shape, or form. Go ahead and flip it, and then go ahead and buy that that liability or that with that bag you want or that car you want. Hey, we that's go. What I say. And so, we're not trying to encourage nobody to do that. We're just saying if you do, you know, we just want to put that out there. There yeah, you go. That's true. We're not trying to tell people to steal. But anyway, yeah. so now we're about to close out. 
Hey, Rev. Go ahead. Before Just don't get dumb criminal. But hold before on. We close, before what? we close out, I know you said something about you wanted us to uh, um, talk about what we're doing with our lives and our. Yeah, you know, that's where I'm about to go. Did you still want to do that today? Yep, I'm about to do that now. Everybody, I'm giving everybody 60 seconds. Talk about what it is you're doing. Talk about how you're moving. And then give your final thoughts. 60 seconds or less. Let's go. You know, Rob I photography. Oh, oh man, man, I was I was going with Rob first. Rob, go. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. <laughs> All right, man. So my name Rob. Uh, my pop is Wise Duality. Uh, the rest of these folks are my brothers and my cousins and my uncle. Um, right now, I'm an undergraduate. Actually, I graduate uh, on Mother's Day from North Carolina A and T. Um, I'm going into a doctoral program at a joint engineering department between North Carolina uh, University of North Carolina and North Carolina State. Um, so I focus on tissue engineering, specifically regenerative medicine. Um, that's kind of where I'm going with my life. And, um, yeah, that's it. All right. Get your final thoughts about this relationship thing. Final thoughts about the relationship thing, man. Know your partner. Communicate on both ends. Be real and understand that the communication is everything that you need to build a foundation. All right, scrap. Nah, honey. Take yourself off mute, bro. Making me feel like I'm teaching again. Name Shannon, you know, the Rev's son, aka Scrappy Nine. Not in school, feel me? Learned everything I know about photography and videography from YouTube, but you know, becoming the best at it. Can't nobody touch me. Not to be cocky or nothing. But, um, yeah, that's what I do. My final thoughts on this relationship stuff is know your partner. Learn communication. Reinsure your partner as much as you can. That's important. And just don't cheat. It's 2021. We ain't doing that no more. Like, be over that. That's young boy stuff. But that's it. All right. Ryan. Go ahead. One die. All right. So, yeah, what I say, I mean, I kind of introduced myself. You know, I have a financial firm. Uh, I recently dropped out of, I don't want to say dropped out, but I recently walked away from a doctoral program myself. Uh, it's just not for me. Um, but I am getting my master's in engineering and my master's in accounting um, and CPA soon come. Um and yeah, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own financial firm. That's pretty much what I do. I'm also a part-time stylist. So I'm actually on a stylist trip right now. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't really, you know, that's, that's really, really about me. Uh, my last thoughts on relationships is just communicate um, and trust in yourself and your partner at the end of the day. Uh you know, you guys know what's best for you better than anyone else. So if it's not somebody that can be objective, then I would say keep your thoughts to yourself. All right. All right, artist. I am Jay, uh, the Rev son, known as the artist, and my name pretty much speaks for itself. Uh, I am an artist. I draw anything that needs to be drawn. Everything is digital. Uh, no game boards, logos, pictures, kids tags, whatever you need. If you need it done, my hands can do it. Um, 
my final thoughts on this conversation are like everyone else said, know your partner, communicate, love them. Like you will want them to love you, um, support them. Like you want them to support you. And it's just, they rock and you roll. Maybe. Just split the keys. That way you ain't outside knocking. <laughs> Yo, 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 I am the Rev, Shannon Sr., um, you know, my, my oldest brother, my nephews, my sons, we're on here, we're doing what we do. Um, I am a mental health professional um, in the city of Philadelphia. I do uh, youth and family um, outpatient therapy at the Children's Outpatient Program um, at the Consortium. Um, I also have uh, the organization, My Brother's Keeping My Sister's Protector, we're actually going to be working, uh, trying to get into some schools, some neighborhood schools to help children uh, work through these issues that we were talking about a little bit here today. Um, I have a bachelor's in psychology, uh, crisis counseling. I have a master's in um, uh, human service counseling, marriage and family. And I will be returning to school to get my master's in divinity um, this fall, uh, working towards my doctorate in ministry. Um my final thoughts on uh, relationships is, like everyone said, know your partner, learn communication skills, be as open as humanly possible, and also, you know, just just be 100% authentic. Don't hide your feelings, you know, uh, because when you hide those feelings, those feelings come back either in rage, anxiety, or depression. So you have to be able to speak clearly, speak assertively, and give your best in the relationship, whatever that may be. And if you can't give your best, then maybe it's time for you to sit down and talk to your partner and let them know, baby, I need to work on me. And maybe we could revisit this sometime down the road. Wise Duality. What's up, everyone? This is Wise Duality. Uh, right now, I'm making music. I am music. When you think of music, think of me, because I am music. Always have been. Um, it's just now that I'm actually creating my own, so it's, it's different. It's, it's lovely. It's joy. It's peace. It's everything to me. Um, as far as these relationships go, know yourself. Love yourself. Know what you want. Know what you don't want. You know what I'm saying? That's what counts. You know what I mean? And be able to articulate that to your partner and choose wisely in your partner. Um, pay attention to them, like everyone said, to pay attention to what they what are, what are they giving you? Not just what you can give them, but what are they giving you? You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to that. You know, look and I'm not going to say look for red flags, but pay attention to those. You know what I'm saying? They will save you pain. You know what I mean? The things that you don't want and, and, and voice that because if it's something that someone is trying to give you that you don't want you and you need to address it. And if it can't be uh, repaired or there's no correction in their behavior, you're wasting time, you know? Take it from a man that <laughs> survivor of love, love, lost pain. 
You know what I'm saying? That has built two different foundations that have come to a crumble. You know what I'm saying? Built foundations, built towers that came down to a crumble. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And still starting all over again. But guess what? That's because I didn't know who I was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't teach people how to treat me. Trying to give to them. Treat them. Like everyone said, pay attention to your partner. I am that. You know what I'm saying? I did that. But it's more than that. They should be paying attention to you. Just as much. And if it's not equal, if it's one-sided, you're wasting your time. That's my final thoughts. If it's lopsided, you're wasting your time. The scale must balance. And when the scale balance, sometimes it shifts like this, but it should always come back center. All right, people. Um, thank you all for viewing. Thank you all for, you know, joining us. Um, again, I'm going to see how this thing works out, plays out. Uh, stick with us. Don't leave us. We might have to switch platforms. We don't know yet. We're going to see how this is working. But um, everybody, we're going to pray out. And then I wish everyone a blessed Sunday evening and prepare for your Monday morning back at work. I'm on vacation, so ha. That's a beautiful thing for me. But go ahead, bro. Big brother, please pray us out. I'm going to pray the ultimate prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Peace out, people. We love you. Have a blessed one. Peace.